G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. which means two things, Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 and also Gloucester Park tonight and another big race tonight and we get to see uh, the two-year-old fillies go around once again and that very good filly, wonderful to fly, is uh, going to go around after winning a, a Group 1 and uh, we get to talk to her trainer-driver uh, Shane Young in uh, just a moment. Uh, Bomber Hill will be back after a couple of winners last week. We'll deep dive into a couple of races and also Ben Cray from Over East, but a very... Uh, Good welcome, uh, very welcome. <laughs> How are we, Mortz? Excellent, thank you, uh, Michael. Great to be here as always. Great night of pacing last Friday night. Double to Barry Howlett and Christopher Voke to kick yep. the meeting off. Shockwave went 154 and uh, was nice and tough in that, in a good field too, so that was excellent. Super drive by the Mayor of Bunbury on Rock on Top in the two-year-old Colts and Geldings Westbred Classic and great driving and training performance by Shane Young on Wonderful to Fly. In the Phillies version was a superb win. Treble on Monday by uh, Dylan Edgerton-Green and just the lazy four winners by Junior on Tuesday. So uh, looking forward to uh, tonight with the running of the two-year-old Phillies gold bracelet and a very competitive free-for-all. So it should be a great night of pacing at Gloucester Park. But, but before we get into that, Rads... Um, is there a three to five year strategic plan for harness racing in WA? Uh, I'm not too sure about the latest strategic plan. There was one, uh, but I'm not too sure about the, the latest strategic plan. But I'd imagine that um, Harness Office and Railway would have a strategic plan. Is it something that they share or is it... Uh... I, I think there's, uh, there's different things on the website around the handicapping system and all that sort of stuff. But okay. yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. All right, just... Technically. People, Technically. A, no, no, it's a good no, It's just people invest a lot of money in the exactly. industry and to just want to know where it's uh, headed. Um, sure. Now, we've got a, a bit of... Oh, you've already half-answered yeah. this on the way in, but uh, we've got a bit of a blank canvas going forward uh, this year, obviously, yep. with the change to the season. Just for clarity, who actually does the programming of harness races? The Rawa Harness Office. We, we have input into um, the placement of the... Feature race calendar, which we're doing yep. at the moment. Um, but, yeah, pretty much the harness office. Harness office. Do they consult with you or just...? Um, not on not on programming stuff, um, like race-to-race stuff. Um, they, they do that. We used to have a programming meeting a number of years back. We don't do that anymore. Um, but it's more fits in the flow of everyone. So, okay. so trying to make sure that races stand up and sort of... But we don't have impact on that, input on that. But we, we certainly have input on... Feature races. Feature races. Yeah. That's important. And the lead up to those feature races or just the placement of the feature races? No, just the placement of the feature races. So not as much consultation as there probably should be. Anyway, I bumped uh, (coughs) my way on uh, on the down to the stable on Friday night. I bumped my head almost on that beautiful, sparkling, shiny new... uh, uh, mobile barrier. Yeah, is, yeah. Any updates on that, Rad? Uh, I think they've been it? using them. Have they? Yeah, okay, yeah. Great. Used them Tuesday. Good. Used, to, used them at the country venues. I've got a question for you before we get to Shane Young. Excellent. Um, do you and Ross Fitzgerald shop in the same place and actually talk about 
your what you're going to wear to the trots because you wore the exact same outfit last week, including the brand and everything. But we're owners of the same horse, so we like to make sure we're we're we're, we're team. We are team in harness racing. So you didn't tell Pinner what to wear? Uh, no, there is. No. All right. That's uh, before we let's get into our first guest now and. Uh, Wonderful to fly. She's stamped herself as the best filly, and uh, last week she proved it with a win in the Group 1 Westbred two-year-old fillies final. After wonderful to fly, but wonderful to fly has got the break. They run through the third quarter in 29-2. Taking the mickey is trying to close in, and they're clear from follow the arc in third place. And water on the track running on is champagne, everyone. But to the turn they want run, and wonderful to fly is clear. Taking the mickey is going to have another shot as they turn. Wonderful to fly is clear though. She's doing it well. Taking the mickey can do no more. Holding down second, and they're clear. Follow the arc battles on. So does champagne, everyone. But wonderful to fly is going to do it again, and a great win. Wonderful to fly, one by two and a half metres to taking the mickey. You had a chance, certainly. Yeah, she's tough, she's fast, and she's very good. Wonderful to fly, and uh, gives me great pleasure to welcome in her trainer driver, Shane Young. Shane, welcome to the show, and it must have been really pleasing last week to, to win the Group 1 with Wonderful to Fly. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Uh, how you going, Glenn? Um, yeah, look, it was a great thrill. <clears throat> Took a bit of pressure off. Yeah, a lot of emotion, but um, look, this filly just seems to have turned the corner the last few runs in her manners. You know, she's, she's obviously shown a lot of ability early in her career, and now she's starting, looks like she's starting to put it all together and shown uh, the class she's got. Yeah, and she's probably improved on it as well. Uh, and she's improved uh, amazing, but uh, you also <laughs> need to take... Uh, a lot of the credit for what was a fantastic drive uh, on Wonderful to uh, Fly. Uh, they came out, um, looked like you might have got caught out in the breeze for a little while when the other horse kicked up on the inside of you. You dropped into the 1-1 one, one, and you got caught out in the breeze. But uh, it was a fairly solid lead time too of 35.8. But uh, once they all balanced, it was a beautiful drive and um, it looked like she did it, uh, did it very easy in the end, Shane. Yeah, look, I mean, the race didn't pan out as I'd hoped. I hoped to get across, you know, a bit quicker than I did or maybe end up in front. And, uh, Chris Lewis pushed up underneath me and that sort of changed uh, the pattern of the race. And, yeah, obviously they did go very quick early. Uh, they backed off in the middle, which helped her, but also the fact that she didn't over-race, um, which is what I'm saying is probably the maturity she's starting to show as a racehorse. She's starting to, to let me do what I want to do with her, not what she wants to do with me. Um, yeah, and obviously lucky enough that she's classy enough to be able to do that and still give herself a chance of winning that sort of race because no, not a lot of fillies could probably do what she's done the last couple of weeks. Yeah, certainly have to agree with that. And like you said, you know, once they balanced, she did look like she was nice and relaxed there in the breeze and from a long, long way out, even though you had people sitting on your back, it certainly didn't look like she was going to be in too much trouble. And then she comes up... Uh, Comes up tonight, um, drawn barrier five, and she's got uh, the horse that ran second taking the mickey out there in uh, barrier six. Uh, confident going into uh, tonight's race? I look on face value, yes. I never get sort of too carried away with it, but it sort of probably looks her race to lose. Um, you know, you'd think she'd work across, be outside the leader. Um, you know, if they hand up, obviously that would make it easier for her. But look, she's trained on well or doesn't appear to have any effects from the last couple of runs. She actually seems to be thriving, to be honest. So for a two-year-old filly, that's, you know, pretty good. Um, 
So, yeah, she, as long as nothing goes wrong outside the square, you'd think she's very hard to beat tonight. She she seems to be both tough and fast, Shane. Um, yeah, yeah, look, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, and for most babies, they've either got one or the other. It's either they've got the speed, but they tend to be a little bit weak and can't do any work, or they're tough, but they ain't real quick. But, yeah, she's very high speed. She's broken 27, I think, at least three times. Uh, in in run you know for four hundreds and and only won once but you know for a horse that can break twenty seven seconds that that's hard to find um, yeah and now she's starting to settle she is you know she's pretty strong you know so yeah she's got both assets which is you know great for me and she she's probably one of the reasons why the um the fly like an eagles was so strong at the sales. Um, Valhalla Miss obviously won the, the sales classic, but before that you were probably, yeah. you, know, you, you won the first couple of races and, and you look really strong. Um, you, she was passed in at the APG sales and you picked her up. What did you like about her? Oh, I didn't, well, nothing to start with, but um, <laughs> I was looking for a horse and I mentioned it to Dad one day and he actually had her in the stable and another one for Kevin Charles and he he said, oh, this one, oh, he said, I've got a filly that goes all right. I said, oh, and I wasn't doing much. So I said, oh, I'll come and just drive her. So this is a fair while ago now. And he said she'd run a mile in 10, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, I just clicked her up over a quarter, didn't do much with her, and she just ran home in 30 or a bit over. But I just liked her attitude, her, her gait. She was a nice filly. And just when I flicked her up, she put her ears back and dug in. Um, and, you know, babies tend to get a bit lost. She, her attitude even if she works on her own, is, is very good. So she yeah, just gave me an impression that she might be right. And with the double west spread, you know, I wasn't thinking she's going to end up as good as she, she has at the moment. But I thought, you know, she's worth a punt. Because she was passed in at the sale for 10000 and you managed yep. to, um, well, we can say it now, but you managed to steal her for 20000 And, you know, <laughs> she's uh, <laughs> absolutely, and she's gone on and, you know, won that race last uh, Friday night. The way she won it, you know, she really looks like uh, she's got a bright future. And um, it's interesting that uh, that uh, your dad was the one that you know thought she was a, an athletic uh, type and and uh, helped yep. you uh, helped you make the purchase. And uh, you're a, you're from a, a family which is steeped in uh, harness uh, history. And going back, I think it was probably about two or three weeks ago down there at. Uh, Bunbury, you uh, trained and drove a winner. Uh, Jocelyn trained and drove a winner. She drove another winner, and then Madeline drove another winner on the night. So uh, the Youngs took out half the card there. Uh, it must be uh, uh, harness racing. Just must be in your blood uh, and through your family, uh, Shane. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, my brother Kim and I, we've been in it ever since Dad started. So it was about 1968 when we were kids. But um, yeah, and the girls. Which are Kim's daughters of, of you know their grandparents is uh, Ray and Pat, Pam Grantham, so they've got a, you know heavy um, input into the industry and they're pretty keen. Madeline and, and Jocelyn and the other daughter Abby, she works for me. So yeah, um, been in a long time and I suppose that's all we know at the moment. Oh, it's certainly a great result. You know, you look at that. You know, back in Bunbury and then. Like I said, just the achievements you've had with uh, with Wonderful to Fly has been absolutely fantastic. How many horses have you got at the moment, Shane? Uh, I think there's 12 here, a lot of babies and educators. So I'm not probably got a different way of, of doing horses now. I, I don't race as many. Um, 
you know, the travel and that sort of caught up with me over the years. But, you know, I've got wonderful to fly who's come along and she's fantastic. And I've got a horse called Sue and you that I think is pretty smart. She's just having a mm. spell at the moment. Um, and yeah, you never know another nice baby might come along, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with, with the way it's gone the last few years. You, you break a few in Shane, like, like your father? Yeah, not too many, but I try to break a couple and, and then, you know, you get them back to educate. So that sort of pays the bills and, and sort of takes the pressure off. So, yeah, and then if you get a nice horse, um, you know, that's your cream. Yeah, <laughs> it is a dream, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and actually, you did, did you break in Leverage O or did it, you had a lot to do with his no, early education? No, I did, I, did his, I did him to get through to trials. So. Okay. Uh, Ash Markham broke him in, and then Ash yep. got time. And I think, I'm not sure that then, then he came to me, and um, yeah, he he's just a, always a quality animal, Joe. He, he's a big, strong animal. He had a lot of raw ability, and um, yeah, he he was a real nice horse when I had him. We didn't probably see the best, um, but since he went back to Ray, and he's just kept at him, and he's just developed into a super horse. But he always had you know plenty of raw ability. Yeah. And uh, with Wonderful to Fly, what's the, uh, like you said, you, you never take any uh, any races a given, but just certainly looking at it on paper tonight, it would seem she's going to be very, very hard to beat uh, in the bracelet. What's the plan with her after uh, tonight, pulling up well? Yeah, look, if she goes well tonight, as we hope, um, we'll definitely look at the slipper um, and then she'll have a break. You know, I'm not a great one for racing my fillies against the Colts, but you know, sort of weighing it up. I don't think there's any outstanding colts this year. I know Gary Hall's got one over here and we don't know how good he is, but I think looking at the colts, they're an even group and, you know, the way she can run, the time she can run, I'd say if she was sitting, she would she would make, you know, her presence felt. Um, so we'll we'll have a look, but we'll get through tonight first. Would certainly be good to see her, you know, like you say, you know, not too many fillies do line up against the Colts and the Golden Slipper, but uh, I think it would be great to see her. You know, personally, I think it'd be great to yeah. see her, go, you know, go around, providing she she gets through tonight's run uh, well, because uh, yeah, she is well credentialed enough to uh, really play a big part in that race. So um, he's hoping that uh, that she goes well tonight and pulls up uh, okay, Shane. Yeah, no, that would be uh, great to get through tonight. And yeah, look. Um, I wouldn't be putting her in if I didn't think she could be competitive. And, you know, I know, you know how she track works, how she's trialled in the past, that if she relaxes and gets some sort of soft run, it won't matter how sort of quick they run. She'll, she'll sit there and, and keep up and, and hopefully get out and give a bit of a kick. But, yeah, she, she's pretty developing into, a, you know, a really smart horse. And, yeah, if she can stay on that track, um, worst case scenario, we're going to have a lot of fun with her. Yeah, you certainly will. And... Uh You've got one, uh, got one at Bunbury tomorrow night in race seven. Uh, eyes and the money, each way chance at all. Yeah, I think she's actually going okay, but she's not having much luck in the draws or in the run. So she could get a soft run there. So look, she's a sneaky each way chance. I think she'd be good odds, and she's been reliable away from the stand. So yeah, she could lob second or third on the fence. It wouldn't shock me that she ran a good race. Oh, very good. There's one for the punters. Nice little each way tomorrow night at uh, Bunbury. Eyes on the money. Good price too, Rats. And before we let you go, Shane, you're good mates with our, our good mate, Stevie Butler, who's an award-winning journalist. You, you play football with Steve? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, um, oh, Steve sort of 
grew up uh, out at North Kinjara, but yeah, he played. We played basketball against him, okay. and yeah, he played in our, our football sides. And um, yeah, yeah, Steve's one of my best mates, even though I don't catch up with him that often. Um, yeah, he's he's a, he's a top bloke, but. Yeah, no, he always, uh, he's always tipping your horses when he comes to Gloucester Park. So it's, uh, it's always great to have him. He does, does some great promotion for harness racing. Uh, like yourself, Shane, thanks for coming on. Good luck with the filly tonight. Hopefully we see her in, um, in, the, in the slipper in, a couple, in a, uh, the week after. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I think she's going to have a big three-year-old uh, campaign and uh, hopefully she makes a presence felt, uh, particularly around that Oaks time. So, uh, Shane, th- thanks for coming on and, and we'll, we'll see you at the track. Thanks very much. Bye. There we go, Shane Young from a, a very famous harness racing family. Does <laughs> Absolutely. a great job. And uh, she's a really good filly. And uh, Ron's just the young age of uh, 79, <laughs> still still working and, yeah, uh, you know, had the, had, the, uh, had the eye for that filly and was able to, you know, assist uh, Shane in, make, in stealing that for $20,000. So good on <laughs> them. They're a good, uh, they're a good family. All right, that segment was brought to you by Loans123, Car Loans Debt Consolidations. Contact Steve Sell at loans123.com.au. And uh, who do you see if you uh, need a loan? The nude nut. And if the nude nut, if the nude nut can't sort okay. your rads, there's just no hope for you. You're in, you're in trouble. There's uh, a, a good man, Stevie Sell. Yep, well, wonderful to fly. Um, won the uh, Phillies, the Colts. Uh, Aiden DeCamper once again to the four. He's three. He's three horses have won the Group Ones this season for yep. the two-year-old Colts and Geldings. Geez, he's having a good year and not dominated by one. As Shane said, it's a very open Colts Certainly and Geldings is. year, isn't it? They're sharing Certainly it around. Is. And as we get to the break, let's listen to uh, the tip from our man Bomber Hill in the two-year-old Colts and Geldings Westbred from last week, sponsored by Allwood Stud. And it was Aiden DeCampo training, driving rock on top. Doing it tough out wider, rock on top. Came through in the middle, passed it. Stable mate, Flow Rider, the Mickey taker, the other DeCampo horse. I don't think so. It's right off the track and it's still what are the odds on the turn. Rock on top is giving chase. Tricky Mickey's getting into the clear. Flow Rider battles on third quarter in 29.4. It's what are the odds in front. Here's Rock on top though, closing in and then Tricky Mickey. What are the odds needs to lift? Rock on top goes to it. Tricky Mickey late. It's on the outside. Rock on top though, bursting clear. DeCampo's got another one. Rock on top coming away from what are the odds and Tricky Mickey and Rock on top races home to win from what are the odds. Tricky Mickey and O's away third. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Shockwave moves up on the outside of Petrona Star. Perfect Major is trying to come after Shockwave and they're clear from Kiroskiro. And on the outside is Mighty Conqueror. To the turn they run. Shockwave got to the front from Petrona Star. Perfect Major's trying to close in. And then came Kiroskiro the inside and wider out is Mighty Conqueror. Around the turn though. And Shockwave have raced up and taken the lead with Perfect Major giving chase. And then back on the inside battling away strongly is Petrona Star. Late on the scene. Mighty Conqueror as well. But Shockwave is clear doing it well from Mighty Conqueror, Perfect Major and Shockwave beat Mighty Conqueror, Perfect Major, Kiroskiro. Yeah, he's unbeaten since coming back from a spell, Shockwave and oppressive again, Mort's outside the leader this time and yep. the uh, set outside the derby winner and he's just too good, he's, he's ready for a big campaign. Yeah, second up, I thought it was a great run, uh, very impressive, um, 
Yeah, it was a good, uh, good even field, and he um, was just too good. And he'll be the frightening thing yeah. is he'll be better for the run. Yeah, week off and avoided yep. the mile race. We'll be back in uh, yep. in a week or so's time. That's great. All right, before we get into our man uh, Scott Bomber Hill, this segment's brought to you by uh, Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work. Ross Fitzgerald was at the trots last week. Oh, I can't believe it. We even walked down to catch up with pins, and I glanced and thought, geez, that uh, top looks familiar, and then I just let it go. And, of course, uh, Eagle Eye Radley uh, spotted it in the uh, pure... <laughs> it was pretty hard not to. <laughs> but, uh, identical. Anyway, uh, great work, Boots. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what can, what can we say? If you, if, you, if you need work boots and you're not wearing steel blue, you're a fool to yourself and a burden to others. Very prophetic. Australia, Australia's leading supplier of work boots. They are a quality product, so um, make sure you get a pair. Yep. All right. Let's uh, say hello to our form expert who had a, a good week last week. A couple of winners, including the first one, Sugar Street. Uh, Scott Bomberhill, how are you, Bomber? Very well, thank you, guys. Very well. Yeah, we're going to hear for Sugar Street in a little bit, but he was really impressive last week. He was. He's pretty smart. And, uh, yeah, it looked a race that he could sort of get around. And I thought he'd just dictate from the breeze. But when he rolled to the front, it was the game over. Yeah, sure was. All right, so let's have a look at um, the first race we've got to look at is race number two, support the McGrath Foundation pace. And uh, tonight, uh, the pink starts. The, Correct. The big sponsorship for um, raising money for uh, cancer with the drivers uh, that are sponsored wearing the pink pants. And they're going to get rolled out tonight. Uh, and race number two is uh, over the 21.30 metres. Number one is Mini Mignette at, uh, is a favourite, at $1.80, in from $1.90. Disco Under Fire at $4.80. A Rebel with a Grin at $5. Block George at $10. You can scratch the five. Uh, six is Jesse Allwood at 23. Scratch seven. Pierre Whitby is $8. Bud Sidewinder, the outside of the front line, at $21. And... The only runner on the back line is Balin Jet at $21. Bomber, which way are we going with race number two? Yeah, well, I'm with Rebel with a grin here. I, I think he's a horse that's absolutely flying at the moment. And uh, had he drawn one here, he would have been very, 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 very deep into the red. Just got a couple of good beginners underneath him, which will go pretty hard. So I think it gives him the opportunity to drop onto their backs. And, you know, whether he sits 1-1 one, one on those two or works to the breeze at some point, he, you know, he probably should have won his last two starts if he'd have seen any daylight and, you know, been a bit of the master of his own destiny tonight. I, I think he can be very strong through the line at a very nice price. Just looking at the last word, thanks to our very good friend Tim Walker from uh, Racing Radio, Nathan Turvey, uh, mini mine yet. Last run was a sign of better things to come, working well. But Ryan Bell teamed up with Aidan DeCampo. What a combination. Rebel with a grin. Held up last three runs and just needs luck. Hopefully tonight is the night. So we hope he's right. Race two, number three. What's the staking plan, Bomber? Yeah, he's just a one-unit bet just from the sort of... It's, not a, it's a tricky draw almost, you could say. Like, you know, as I said, if he drew one, he's a dollar thirty in this race and I don't think anything could get near him. He, he ran third behind... Um, you know, the really good mare last week in 55 Reborn, and he would have beaten her if he had any luck. So, yeah, just yeah, just a nice price, I think, and just needs that touch of luck. $5, that's, $5. that's a good yep. price. Good way to start the night. Yep. Race number four is the next race we've got to look at, which is the hashtag pacing for pink uh, pace over the 1,730 metres. And the last 
week in July, Morts, is uh, our pacing for Pink Night. And uh, we've still got about four races that we are uh, got to sponsor on the night. So uh, if you want to sponsor a race, I think it's like uh, $400, $500. Is that all? Yeah. So um, there's Excellent four races value. left. So if you want to do that, contact Gloucester Park and we'll look after you. Um, and very all important. Money, all money goes to charity. Yeah, very important. It's a great cause. Yeah. All right. Let's have a look at uh, this is the free for all the uh, hashtag pacing for pink over the 1730 metres. And uh, we got only the seven runners go around, but it's a classy seven runners. Argyle Red drawn the one $31. Curascuro at $9. Petrona Star led up last week. He's drawn $3.85. Interesting to see whether he takes any effect from uh, having shockwave race outside you. Uh, he's drawn three in his favourite. Number four is Perfect Major going in great form at the moment, six fifty. Whose idea was this? $21. Major Times at three sixty. And Vampiro. Outside the front line, speed to burn. Interesting to see the tactics here. Uh, first up, six fifty. Very interesting affair over the short course here, Bomber. Which way are we going? Absolutely, looks a cracking race, and there's going to be red hot speed here. Uh, I got red. He he can hold up, no problem from the inside. But he'll take a sit on on whichever one gets there first, and probably Patrona Star, who looks to kick through underneath Perfect Major, and uh, also you know whose idea was this? If he has a crack. Um, yeah, I just think um, uh, the May. What's uh, just lost his name there for a second? Major Times. He uh, he just drops out of the early battle, and um, he's a horse that you know. Last time he beat Chicago Bull, running three twenty eight on the way home over the longer trip, and uh, he'll be really really strong at the back end of this mile. And if they run it upside down, he's going to be charging home over the top. The last time he saw a mile was back at Melton in the smoking up. And he met 150 there, so the mile certainly holds no problems for him. And uh, yeah, I think they're just going to go crazy up front, and he can just be getting home over the top late. Kyle Harper racing super each way. Greg Bond, Patronus Star should be right in the finish. Ross Oliveri, perfect major, heading the right way. Still a couple of runs off his best. He needed racing week to week. We have to go forward. And major times, we will be sitting up with him. And uh, Vampiro, not without a chance first up, so it looks like an action-packed race. Number four, horse number six, major times. What's the um, staking plan there, Bomber? Yeah, he's a two-unit bet. I think it just sets up really, really nicely for him. I'll be disappointed if they don't run this first half quicker than the last half. And, and as a result, he's going to be the one that's steaming over the top. All right, let's take a break. Uh, back in 20, another win for back in 20. Geez, it's going good for uh, Bob, Bob and Marilyn Fowler. Uh, and, uh, start and won the Fly Like an Eagle standing at all stud pace, which was really good for Bob and the team. More importantly, this horse is really going well since um, uh, Madison uh, Brown's uh, been driving it. Yeah, certainly is. And uh, Justin's got a new horse that's got a debut at Bunbury on Saturday night. For yes. Kevin Jevons and the team. Mr. Fantastic. Trolled super during the week. Um, he's going to be a horse that's going to make his presence felt in WA, so it'd be great to see him uh, debut on, on uh, Saturday night at Bunbury. I think it's race number two, but as we go to the break, let's go back a week and back in 20, winning the um, Fly Like an Eagle standing at all Woodstud pace.
around the turn. Favourite struggling and back in 20s clear on the bend. Back in 20 leads by about five or six metres to Valbon. To the outside is too fast, too serious. Tyler Breton Shanway's running on as well, but back in 20 as well clear over Valbon. The outside too fast, too serious, and also Shanway running home gamely, but it's going to be an easy win to back in 20 and back in 20 wins it well from Shanway. Third over on the inside is Valbon and too fast, too serious has missed a place. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Wider strike team and then power play the inside. Armour Reinstein comes here at AK3 wide from the Swiss Maestro and then Pella Grosso and the rest are headed out wider on the track by Little Happy Fella, but away goes the favourite. Sugar Streak broke clear. Power play giving chase, trying hard and then strike team. Armour Reinstein and deeper out is Little Happy Fella, but it's all Sugar Street at the moment. Power play is trying its heart out in second place. Strike team now Armour Reinstein working into third and late on the scene. Little Happy Fella, but Sugar Street's going to walk in completely outclasses them and wins easily. Sugar Street. Yeah, the $2.15 they bet. Look, the $1.15 once he found the front Sugar Street and the beautifully bred son of Better's Delight out of a Christian Cullen mare was far too good against a, a very good uh, bunch of three-year-olds as well there at Gloucester Park on Friday night. Uh, Mortz, this, is, uh, this segment's brought to you by Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day and despite lockdown, you can still shop online. You can still shop online or, more importantly, if that's beyond you and you, you need to, to speak to somebody to do it, you can contact the store, we can process the sale and you can uh, organise contactless click and collect or delivery. So yes. um, all those essential items which Brad's people need, oh. your, your fridge breaks down or yep. things like that, you do need them. So. Just contact one of the stores or go online and they can help you. Yeah, it's great that we uh, have that service uh, despite being locked down from uh, our good friends at uh, Retrovision. All right, let's have a look at the next race we're going to have a look at. And this is the Support Breast Cancer Awareness with Pacing for Pink 3-year-old fillies over the 21.30 metres. It's race nine, so the last two races that we're going to look at are the last two races. And our star billing uh, is uh, drawn barrier one at $2.60, Shelner at $41.00. Uh, Patricia at $41, Jolene at $9.50, Captain Beach Babe at $8, Just for Love $11, Rumour Has It at $10, and Blackjack Baby outside the front line, $2.45. Bomber. The Barry Draws made this race really interesting for the three year old fillies. Which way are we going? Yeah, it certainly has. I'm with, uh, as a result of the Barry Draw, I'm with our star billing from the inside. I'm I'm really hopeful that they continue to sit Blackjack Baby up here because I think if they do try and launch her off the gate, she can probably cross, and that's the one thing that concerns me. But, you know, they've gone back every time they've drawn a wide barrier of late, so I'm hoping they do the same thing. And if that's the case, our star billing, you know, she's right up to these uh, Blackjack Baby and advantage of the front. You know, if that is the case, she's she's going to be able to have a nice sort of gap on Blackjack Baby and... Uh, I can see that, you know, just inch a bit of a gap as Blackjack Baby comes wide on the corner and that should be enough to get her home, I think. Uh, Blackjack Baby's no doubt got the point-to-point speed to cover our star billing, but uh, with the with the advantage of the draws, she's going to take all sorts of beating if they go back with Blackjack Baby. 
Yeah, dead right, Bomber. She's got that explosive speed, but it's just whether she can be close enough. Uh, so, as you say, the start is all important, but uh, good race courtesy of the draw. And um, race nine, number one, trained by Donald Harper and driven by Donald, gets a chance to, um, to win the second last. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, she's a two-unit fed and super confident if she holds the front just based on her last two runs against Blackjack Baby. They've been equally as good. Uh, just, yeah, a little bit frightened as the uh, gate goes back as to what they do with Blackjack Baby. All right, and the final race we've got to look at is race number 10, the B B Breast Aware. Check yourself pace over the 25.36, so over the staying trip to finish the night, another small but select field here going around seven runners. We've got Vespa at 3.80. I'm better than Gouda at 34. Alta Blues for the Halls at 124. Jasper Vella Beach at $18. Cadero, 34. Euphoric Moment, who's been going really well, $23. And Nona Benandinario at $18. Bomber, which way are we going in the last? Found one here at massive odds, I think, in uh, number four, Jasper Vella Beach. I, I think Vespa from one will hold up, and um, I'm better than Gouda jumps straight on his back without a blues in the breeze, which presents Jasper Vella Beach with a 1-1. One, one. Uh, I'd be staggered if Vespa let uh, out of blues goers, that's just a hand up give up sort of scenario so they should cut at each other over the last 800 with Jasper Vella Beach sitting on their back and at massive odds I can see him getting right in, right into the finish here Well looking at the last word, Shannon Savelko on Vespa great draw to run a big race in this, Gary Hall Junior on Elta Blues he will work forward, he sat outside pocket the cash and beat him if he led he'd be unbeatable and Emily Savelko on Jasper Valley Beach. Doesn't look to be any speed in the race, so we'll need a bit of a luck from the draw. So in the last race here, uh, Bomber, it's one of, I can see one there at big odds. What's the uh, staking plan here? Yeah, he's a one-unit bet, and uh, I agree. If the three does find the front, this is race over. But like I said, it would be amazing to me if uh, Vespa didn't hold up and make it pretty hard for him, and hopefully Jasper Valley Beach gets the last look. Beautiful. Thanks, Bomber. Hopefully we've found a few winners, Wiltz. Yeah, hopefully we've found the winner of the last. Don't worry about the first three rads at $18. We'll take that all day. So good work, uh, Bomber, coming off two winners last week. So here's hoping the form continues. Bomber, all things things going well. We'll talk to you next week. Excellent. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the night out there. Well, yeah, no. Well, I will. (laughs) Mort will be. I'll enjoy the lounge room, uh, Bomber. (laughs) All right, uh, thanks, Bomber. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. And it is a timely reminder to remember everyone, it is essential workers only on track right. tonight. Uh, no yes. no crowds, unfortunately. Um, but it is uh, essential personal only at Gloucester Park tonight. But you can back, tab touch, and uh, watch it all on Sky Live. As we go to the break, tell you a great story on um, 55 Reborn on the, the uh, harness.org site by Ashley Pacos during the week. And, how um, how the filly came about after the the mare was bought at the um, uh, the sales and never made it to the to the racetrack, but uh, has produced fifty five reborn. And as we go to the break, let's uh, uh, listen to um, last week's win of fifty five reborn and uh, Colin Brown.
He's our Perseus Rebel with a grin. No run, Max Gold. There you go. Still got it in the pocket. Then came its Rock and Roll Magic. Vesper to the outside as they come to the turn. 55 Reborn has got the front from Hezar Perseus. And then came uh, back on the inside, Rebel with a grin. And now getting to the outside, trying to is Max Gold. But there you go. Keeps it in the pocket again. And Vesper late, but it's still 55 Reborn from Hezar Perseus. And then came Rebel with a grin. And 55 Reborn has won it from Hezar Perseus. Rebel with a grin and blocked your flashing through for fourth you're listening to talking trots with Morts and michael radley on sen track this is talking trots with Morts and michael radley on sen track Krug open up. He put up a margin of seven metres. Captain Crusader able to work one off. Moves into a clear second. Cashed up still there in third. Deeper. What's up, Sunshine? Hemsworth is trying to force clear. Back straight quarter, 28.5. They're up towards the home turn. Krug in full flight. Krug leads the way. Captain Crusader in second. Cashed up third. To the outside, Hemsworth starting to make some ground. They're into the home straight. And the favourite's looking good, Krug. He pulls away from Captain Crusader. Then cashed up. And it's all the cult from Kiwiland. Krug, Krug easily. He bolted in. Krug too good. Beating Captain Crusader. Cashed up. Hemsworth fourth. Yeah, very good, Krug. Took almost a second off the Redcliffe track record. And uh, Crean Dalgetty's got another really good one there. Anthony Butt had the drive set. It was like driving a race car. What? Driving a race car. It certainly was very impressive. And I've got to tell you, Rads, there isn't too many far more impressive than the man not living in, uh, lucky enough not to be in uh, lockdown. And that's our... He's uh, out and about. He's out and about, and that's our good friend up there in uh, Cabadice. How are you, BK? I'm good, boys. Not in lockdown. I do have to wear the masks uh, in uh, Woolies or whatever, but uh, as far as the rest of the country is concerned, I'm pretty lucky here at the moment. So let's uh, keep our, keeping my fingers and toes crossed for uh, lovely Cabadice here that we don't go into lockdown. Yes, and hopefully uh, the rest of Australia can um, get out of it soon would be good. Yep. So. Yeah. Before, we get, before we get into the tips, BK, you've got a sponsor here in Bayswater Mazda. Now, Mortz drives a oh. Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda, corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. And uh, what an after-sale service they've got, Mortz. Mate, outstanding. Anthony and the team down there, they've got plenty of stock. Uh, they've got a great friendly team. They're after-sale service. <laughs> Just get on down there, see Anthony, tell him you heard um, Radley uh, on um, SEN. Uh, he won't know who I am, but he, right. if you say Mortz, just go down all of a sudden the reap carpet gets rolled out mate, and you're they ready will, to go. They will look after you down there at Bayswater Mazda. They're a great team and they're a beautiful car. Good, I need a new car. My 25-year-old my Corolla that's got 270,000 Ks that I bought up the beach last year. Definitely need a new car, so that's uh, I'm very happy to have them as well. You need a Mazda. Yeah, well, they're your sponsor, yeah. so I imagine there's probably one on the way over in the truck. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Where are we going today? Royal Newcastle, who once again isn't in lockdown either, the Hunter Valley. How are we get, how are we going to go there today? Yeah, hopefully we bounce back. We had a good week two weeks ago. Not much drop last week, so let's get back into it. We're going to start with race one, number 10, Mr Woodport for my man Clayton Harmy. Grace Pinnell is driving pretty well at the moment. She's had a few winners She's uh, for Clayton there. and <clears throat> Excuse me. This one hasn't won at the distance, which is, I'm not really overly concerned with that. It's had 15 starts at the distance and hasn't won at the distance, which actually surprised me. But it's still going well over the journey. And there looks like a ton of speed on the front row here. Number two, Icy Spots, Corporal Jujon, Waiting for Love. 
Uh, Miss Trocadero only knows one way, so I reckon there's a ton of speed here. Mr. Woodport follows through IC spots. <clears throat> if you go through its replay last start, it was in the uh, Miss Piggy Wiggy Rockley Ruler race, which was a lot better than this. Um, actually <clears throat> was travelling big time on the pegs, three pegs, until about 600 ago when it galloped, uh, lost some ground and then made up the ground and still was going to finish a lot closer than it did and only got beat 11 metres. I think Mr. Woodport's going pretty well and off a bit of a sit here on some hot speed, I think the $3.50 is the way to start the night. We're going to go to race six after that, and one of our uh, one of our Newcastle favourites here. I'm going to back a place again, and I'm sticking with Grace Nella and Rock and Roll Tony has had plenty of success for us here. The place, and again, this looks a suitable place bet here around the two dollars sixty two seventy mark. I think number two Sunny Town's got really good gate speed. Number one should follow, the, uh, get the nice run, and then Rock and Roll Tony will be three pegs, and Grace will just need a little bit of luck at some stage down the straight, but. We know this horse has got a good 100-metre sprint on it. With any type of luck, I think it's sort of around an even money chance from on the place. So if you can get the 260, 270, I think uh, following some speed there on the pegs, again, we're going to stick with Grace Penella and running along and getting a gap late, hopefully, for us. Then we're going to go to race eight. And uh, I'm going with number three. He can't explain it. Now, Glenn Bull's got two in the race. The one doesn't look like it's got too much gate speed. The two, which is the stable, mate, has a little bit of gate speed, but you'd imagine he's going to give it to the, to the more favourable one that Glenn's actually driving here in number three. Can't explain it around the $4 mark. Um, doesn't win out of turn. This horse did win at Newcastle uh, in April this year when it led by a half head. But it, look, it's had 195 starts. It's had 135 around the track. It knows this track inside out. There's no stars in the race whatsoever, and I just think it gets, it gets the lead. And, uh, whereas we know, that's the place to be over the mile. Um, number 10 is the current favourite, Rococo. It led at Maitland last time and uh, in, and uh, got beat 12 metres. So off a back row draw looks a little bit of a risk, I would have thought. So I'm hoping Glenbull can get the lead here. Uh, well drawn at race eight, number three. But I think race one is our best bet of the night. Race one, which is uh, currently 3.40 on Tab Touch. And Grace Penella, the uh, sister of Lauren Tritton, used to be Lauren yep. Penella. Correct. She's driving. Um, she went as there, Grace, too, and she's working for Clayton yeah. and uh, getting better every week, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, really good. Oh, that's good to see uh, the, young, the younger sister coming through uh, after what uh, how great success that, that Lauren had and is obviously an American now with Shane and uh, doing really good stuff over there. Uh, what a shame she's not here. I could back her with, with confidence. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> plenty, plenty of money off Lauren in the day. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Very positive driver, Lauren. Yeah. Very positive. All right. BK, enjoy uh, enjoy non-lockdown over there in New South Wales, one of the few parts of it, well, uh, around that area anyway, and uh, hopefully that uh, we'll chat to you next week. Thanks. I'm just going to get onto Gumtree now, put my car for sale, and expect that matter in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Beautiful. Good on you, BK. Thanks, boys. Have a, have a great weekend, BK. You too. Yeah. All right, uh, no doubt he'll bounce back this week. Uh, big show, uh, Mortz. Yeah, look, it was great talking to uh, Shane Young today. Yeah. Uh, done a wonderful job with that filly, and she really is a good filly. So hopefully uh, she would, I think she'll just go around and win tonight, and then would be great to see her up against the boys the following week. And hopefully, uh, Michael, we're back on track by then. Yeah, we'll be hopefully. able to watch the big race. Yeah, hopefully we're on track uh, by next Friday for the Golden Slipper. It'd be awful to have another big race, particularly for the owners of these two-year-olds not to be on track. But uh, hopefully, because we, we missed the we missed the Derby, we missed the Nugget. The nugget. Yep.
uh, yeah, it'll be good to have, be on there for the uh, choices golden slipper, which is obviously uh, you'll you'll got a runner in it. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Went super no. last week. Yeah, went really well. Pulled up, um, pulled up great. Would have really benefited benefited from the run, and um, yeah, hopefully goes around next Friday night in the slipper. All right, uh, thanks for your time, Morts. Uh, good luck uh, over the weekend, and uh, we'll see you back here next week. Look forward to it. All right, and uh, everyone else, uh, thanks for your time. Until next week, it's bye for now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.